At QUT, we're passionate about teachers and teaching. That's why we've created PodClass, a brand new podcast series dedicated to exploring innovative ways teachers are leading the learning in our classrooms. Search QUT Teacher PodClass to listen today. Hello, I'm Wade Zaglis, the Education Editor for Campus Review. The Federal Government has announced it will introduce tough legislation to curb academic cheating at universities. Individuals found guilty of providing such cheating services will receive a two-year jail sentence or a $210,000 fine. While most academics have supported the legislation in principle, others are concerned that the phrasing of the new laws is too broad and could affect individuals providing low-level advice and criticism. To talk about the issue of academic cheating and what universities can do about it, we're talking to Anna Burek, Academic Partnerships Manager for Turnitin. Anna, how bad has the issue of academic cheating become in Australia, particularly contract cheating? Uh, thanks for that question. It's, it's actually a really great one. Um, contract cheating isn't necessarily anything new. Um, it's, it's probably one of the oldest forms of, of cheating, according to Trisha Bertram Gallant from uh, Uni San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're actually seeing, though, is that it's, it's becoming more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's, and that's because a really couple of reasons. Um, one is that the technology and the social media platforms that help advertise those um, those commercial contracting services um, are, you know, if they're helping them uh, actually get the students a lot easier. Um, really, I would even call them preying on those uh, vulnerable students as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second is that, um, you know, again, kind of technology also helps already helps. Um, educational sector deal with traditional form of copy and paste plagiarism in form of um, text matching software. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, if you will, it's, it's a next step in the, in the cheating ladder. Um, right. Students become more, yeah, students become more uh, creative uh, and, and, you know, and, and, and outsource the work completely instead of relying on internet or, uh, or past students' work to to copy and paste into their own work. Right. Um, um, sorry. Continue. Yeah, go on. Um, <laughs> Just, you know, obviously the, the recent research, especially the research coming out of Australia, is indicating that nearly 6% of students admit to, um, to, um, to contract cheating. Um, so this is definitely, um, you know, it seems like not a large number, but if we take it, into consideration that we've got about one and a half million yeah, students in, um, mm. in, in, in tertiary education. We are talking about nearly 100,000 students that admit to, you know, to engaging in behaviours like contract cheating. It's a big problem. Um, I know um, the proposed legislation has been welcomed by universities, um, but there is a section in this uh, in the new laws that uh, that seems a bit broad to many. Um, it, it's the section relating to the providing of a part of a you know of an assignment. Do you, and the concerns have been raised about individuals you know receiving low level feedback from, from say a parent or a friend. What's your opinion on that? Do you think that the definition might need to be sharpened a little bit? Um, first of all, uh, let me just say that I I agree with 
um, with universities. I also welcome this legislative approach uh, to this issue. I think it sends a very powerful signal, not only um, to the commercial providers of contracting services, but to you know to the sector and to and to the students as well that contracting will not be tolerated. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, but I, I think you know with regards to your question, it's definitely something that we do have to consider and you know and and look at this first iteration of the legislation uh, and possibly you know work with the sector with the universities to see what could be improved. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall. Legislation is only part of the holistic, comprehensive approach to uh, eliminating uh, or reducing contract cheating. We have to think about things like pedagogy, like um, like technology, and detection and deterrence as well. Uh, you know, you can't just focus on legislation uh, mm-hmm. because unless you actually address all of all of the other factors that contribute. Uh, to the you know to to the rise in contract cheating or to students actually um, going to those sites or you know going to you know to to other students or um, or um, or you know services um, that provide paid um, paid service um, then um, you know legislation itself will become meaningless. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the legislation um, it looks like it's 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 going to be um, toughened. Um, but what difficulties do universities face in dealing with contract cheating, particularly in you know identifying it and and dealing and addressing that with students? Um, contract cheating is overall extremely difficult to pick up, to detect, mm-hmm. and 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 really to um, um, to. Sorry, um, and 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 to um, to then really uh, form an allegation for contract cheating, mm-hmm. and that's because um, what a lot of my customers at uh, universities in Australia say is that um, they struggle with the time and, and the resource when it comes to the investigation of, of cases. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's also an, an, um, an issue with, you know, with the markets uh, and, and educators that quite often are not necessarily trained into picking up those signals that something might be wrong with the paper, sure. with, the, with the work submitted by the students. Um, so there's obviously that aspect of it, um, that, you know, that unless um, a marker or an educator is feels empowered to you know to bring something like a contract cheating issue or a suspicion forward, then it might not necessarily be even picked up and then and and then investigated. Mm-hmm. Um, investigation itself is extremely lengthy process. Um, unless you've got uh, the proverbial silver bullet, so you know a receipt with student name on it saying, "Hey, like." I know the student contract cheating. It's more around taking, you know, and collecting evidence mm-hmm. to form proof to then, you know, to then have that balance of probability that yes, student has uh, contract cheated. Um, it's, you know, it's a very unique form of cheating. Uh, it's an, quite often it's an original piece of work. Um, not so it's, it's hard to then utilize 
the technology that exists when it comes to uh, to text matching, because it will not actually match um, any text that that you know that that universities um, usually um, usually match a student's book to. Yeah. Um, so again, this, we're talking about resources. We we're talking about time it actually takes uh, to uh, to investigate to collect that evidence and then form an allegation um, against the student. And really, it's you know it's it's giving that uh, that confidence to educators and investigators and and and, and empowering them to uh, you know to 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 bring those cases forward. Sure. So education, educators really need a, a streamlined, easy to use uh, process or piece of technology. Um, what kinds of technology uh, are out there, uh, you know, to deal with this problem? So really, there's, there's very little technology that exists uh, in order to, to assist with this, this problem. Um, you know, when we're talking to, to the detection uh, we, we really still rely on, on, the, on the academics, on the educators, on markets mm-hmm. to pick those nuances in students' writing mm-hmm. uh, to say, hey, there's something wrong with, you know, with, this, with, this, uh, with this assignment. It might be too sophisticated um, you know, or the, 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 the sentence structures exactly might no. be too comp. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so we know. And, and then when they, when they actually, uh, when, when they deal with large class sizes, they might, might not be familiar with Students with students' writing style per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, this is the problem that one of our customers um, came to us back in 2015. Um, you know, saying, "Hey, we've got this problem." That was in the aftermath of my master scandal. Um, contract cheating is an issue. We need something to help us identify work that you know that that has. Uh, potentially been contract cheated mm-hmm. um so that prompted us um to to really uh, work alongside our customers uh worldwide but but also specifically in australia uh to, you know to um to research the problem to research how um how educators and how academic integrity officers and investigators actually approach the investigation of potential cases of contract cheating and how we could bring technology to assist in this process to streamline it, you know, to take that manual uh, aspect of it to, you know, to, to help with the time management of, of, the, of the issue itself. Um, and, um, and after a couple of years, we, um, we were, we were satisfied and we received feedback from the customers, um, that, you know, that we had a piece of technology that could assist in, in really streamlining the investigation process and giving that confidence, uh, in, in, in the evidence co- uh, collecting and, and the sort of evidence that, that, uh, investigators can use to form an allegation uh, for contract cheating. Uh, just to clarify something, so unlike uh, you know other forms of, of cheating where students say um, copy and paste text from uh, you know a website, um, in a case like that, uh, I guess um, traditional text matching software is used because it's been published out there. Is that different for contract cheating because the work that they've paid for hasn't necessarily been published, so text matching has nothing to match against. Is that kind of where, where that problem was? Or uh, it's the, 
pretty much. Uh, if you're correct in, in thinking that, uh, the contracting work is quite often uh, original. Mm-hmm. Uh, not often, not not you know, not always. Uh, you know, you, you kind of really you you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. And we know from from the research being done that like some papers can be bought for us for thirty dollars or forty dollars. So it's not necessarily very expensive, uh, which again, you know, obviously means that um, it's it's easily accessible to students. Uh, but you know, so quite often the quality that the students receive is not very great. So that's a signal in itself. But okay. um, I'm I'm going on a tangent here. But overall, uh, you know, yes, quite often that work is original, and uh, writers, you know, they kind of they 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 learn as as, as they go as well. So, you know, they employ several tactics to, you know, to avoid detection by text matching software, mm-hmm. but using indirect quotes, uh, like, you know, like like using very specific sources that are unlikely to be used in uh, by text matching software. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so their aim is to bring the similarity score to as low as possible, which then is, is kind of, it's also counterproductive because what we always say to our customers is that a certain level of similarity is expected. That's what text matching is. Uh, there's only certain ways of stating um, things yeah. that, you know, uh, that, that should be matched. So if, you know, if you have an, a case of a 0% match, that you know, could be potential red yeah. flag. Yeah, that could be an indication that there's something very wrong with the paper. Uh, or with, with students' work because it's been really worked to you know to 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 bring that similarity score uh, to as low as possible. Um, but yeah, you know, the, in in principle, what we are trying to do with authorship investigate, which is this uh, new technology that we came up with partnership uh, to uh, to several, with several universities, mm-hmm. is that we are looking at the shift in students' writing style. We are employing uh, natural language processing as well as uh, forensic linguistics analysis to really help determine the, you know, whether there is something different in students' work across the board. Thank you for this edifying talk. Anna Barek from Turnitin, thank you for speaking to your campus review. Thank you so much, Wade. It was a pleasure.